And we are rolling. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is officially the second episode of Your House, Our Rules. If you are here for episode two and you were here for episode one, we are extremely grateful for you being uh, loyal to us. And please keep getting our name out there. If you honestly like what we're doing, please keep spreading the good word to your friends and families and whoever the hell you know that listens to podcasts. It is me, Alex, again here with the boys, Keith and Max. Hi. Hello. And uh, after episode one, we got some good feedback, uh, got some constructive criticism, uh, so we're hoping to make this thing better and better every single time we come out. Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, so now if you guys want to give us feedback, we're up on all social media, as Alex was saying before. We're at a solid about, I got Spotify up in the analytics. And Apple should be running here soon. I got an email that said that we've been approved, but it's still is going to take another two days before it actually posts. Fucking and uh, Yeah, right? It's fucking stupid. But whatever. Now that it's up, you can give us a lot of feedback. We're at about 250 views on Spotify and YouTube. A lot better than I thought we were going to do off the first episode. Less than fucking three days. That's cool. Yeah, that's okay. actually that's actually a lot more than I assumed. Uh, but yeah, thanks, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, yeah, so uh, today I wanted to start it uh, a little bit different. Uh, since we do talk about sports and life and this, that, and the other, uh, we'd like to. We're gonna want to start uh, our our episodes with a little bit different um, of material, so you guys that don't like sports can hear it. You know, while you're going to the work and don't have to fast forward through. Yeah, for you guys that like, for yeah, for you guys that like different things, uh, we'll switch it up throughout our episodes so that everybody can hear. You know. A little bit of what they like to hear, but today, uh, well, actually, last week, I was thinking, guys, uh, what, what what can we talk about that you know that is something that you really are like, man, that can't be right. You know, this is this is my country, this is my community. Like, you know, why why are these certain numbers or certain things not okay with me? And uh, I was laying down. I actually didn't go to sleep. I was doing a lot of research and stuff oh, wow. like that. Uh, and it not it, not because yeah. I wanted to be. Saturday night, Friday into Saturday night, he comes up to me and he's just like, I didn't sleep at all last night. <laughs> I went to the laundry room, did a bunch of laundry and all that stuff. I was like, huh, that's cool. Yeah. Hey, laundry and research. <laughs> so man. he was really thinking. <laughs> I've but, never done laundry. Oh, my God. That's just a hard break. We didn't mean to put that in here. I've never done a lot of laundry. That's not okay. okay. For the folks at home, I'm 26. <laughs> I just turned 26. I've never done laundry. We don't have to harp on that. We can save a whole other episode for me not doing grown-up things. Well, (laughs) definitely (laughs) something different from last episode. I never assumed that, you know, a grown-ass man had never done a load of laundry in his life. But, you know, we'll touch on that maybe a little bit. Yeah, we can can (laughs) jump into that. Yeah, I literally moved out of my house for a year and a half, and I still took my laundry to my mom's. And she would just do it for me, and then I would come back uh, to my house. But uh, we don't have to harp on that. Uh, we can jump into so Max was doing research and laundry like uh, yeah. most people do. Yes, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so I was I was just uh, this is, I study political science and I'm always like looking at you know what what numbers are and like what, what's the quality of these facts that I get and you know how can I use them to either like help myself be a better you know person or a better citizen or help other people you know say like oh damn like hold on i didn't know that you know thanks mm-hmm. for you know so that people can know what the hell is going on and i just came across this crazy stat that i was uh when i was doing research it just popped up out of nowhere i was probably looking up something about the super bowl that we're going to talk about later on but uh, it was just uh this this number right here it says 600,000 people enter to a prison each year right but 10.6 million go to jail every year and the main the, the main reason i thought that was crazy is because the majority of those 10 million that weren't uh going to prison the 600,000 weren't convicted you know what i mean and they they went to jail and sat in a cell for under a year and they didn't necessarily by the law were convicted so that means they didn't necessarily do anything they just could not afford to pay the bail which is roughly like ten hundred or ten thousand dollars, the median, and that's like eight months of uh, per, a person that lives on the poverty line or below the poverty line. That's like eight months of their salary. So how in the hell can you not be incarcerated if you don't have the money? Because we all fuck up, you know. Mm-hmm. That I mean, is insane. And they're, I mean, they're holding them there without ever being convicted of something. So mm-hmm. these could be completely innocent people just rotting Correct. in a cell, or they could be somebody that you know. I don't know, is 
say you stole a pair of pants, right? Yeah. Yeah, yes, it is a crime. I get it. But is it a crime that will have to, like, keep you in jail for, you know, a year or, or something like that? Or, you know, I, I think it's... Mm-hmm. Like, why Why are we putting a price on our freedom when it's legitimately... You are not guilty unless, you know... I mean, you're you're you're, proven, you're, you're unless, innocent yeah, until yeah. you're proven guilty, but you will sit in jail until you're proven innocent too. It's kind of oxymoronic, you know what I mean? It definitely seems oxymoronic. <laughs> that just doesn't make a lot of sense. As somebody who doesn't really look into these type of numbers, uh, mm-hmm. I tend to just if it doesn't affect me, I usually don't care. And I know that's not a way to go about life. That's not like the the good um, good citizen way to to think about things. But just personally, that's kind of how I always have thought so hearing this that is kind of mind-boggling and just just to give you perspective of how how, how many uh 10.6 million people is that is the state of georgia the eighth most populated state in the country that's the whole state Ge- so, georgia is the eighth most populated I, state in the country yeah pretty sure i i said they have mm. like 10.62 million people of course you know it's not it's probably based on the last census but yeah it's Roughly a state's worth of people that is that in jail. That is insane. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's, lot of people. That's a lot of people. I mean, per capita, we are the most incarcerated country in the entire world by far. Yes, we represent four point four of the world's population, and we represent twenty two percent of the world's prisoners. Yep. So that, that those numbers, like when I sit down and look at those numbers, I really wonder what in the fuck is going on. Yeah. And we <laughs> call it, and we call it rehabilitation, but it. it isn't that and another an, another crazy stat and um, it is that forty uh, percent of that population are black fifty percent would be with the other minorities so mm. so again when you represent thirteen percent of the country and half of the prisoners are you know of your race it's kind of a weird thing to think too you know what I mean there's not that many but it sure does account for the most right right. And That's very odd. Well, the reason why it's odd is because the 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 um, how do you say the 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 poverty line is a lot closer to minorities. Mm. And so, if you don't have yeah. the money, you're most likely going to be a minority. Right. Yeah. And also, as the United States, we kind of have a little bit more of variety in our in our culture or or in our nation. And that might be a reason why we have, there's just a lot more racism here and there's a lot more people to be racist too. So maybe that is why we have so many more per capita than other countries. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, well yeah. yeah, no, it's not, it's not really a question. It, yeah, that's a thing. It's definitely a thing. But, but I mean, uh, there, there's like other crazy numbers. There's, um, 11,800 unaccompanied children held in custody at the ORR, which is the office of refugee, uh, resettlement. <laughs> they, they're not with their parents. They're waiting to be resettled with their parents. You know, that's a lot of kids. I mean, and I understand sometimes you have to do something that is not going to be, um, uh, it's not going to look ethical, you know, but where else are, we, where else are you going to put the kids? You know what I mean? But why are they still in holding and why is there so many? You know, I, I mean, I just, I would, right. like, I would like that answer. I mean, I... I can only speculate to why, you know? Right. There's never like an actual, <laughs> yeah. like hard in writing answer to all these type of things, which right. is Correct. why it's good to have conversations about it. I mean, what would be your first, I mean, as a poli science major, what would be your way of fixing that type of broken system? Have you ever like got down to fixing well, it or like trying I, to think of ideas to fix it? I think that, and you know, this might sound, uh, you know, might sound odd, but I think that if we start by making corporations not one individual, but for what they are, because a corporation is, you know, like six, seven, ten, however many people, mm. right, that are considered under the law as one person, right? And if you're worth billions and billions and billions of dollars, you know, you're too big to fail, Right. If we make these humongous companies a little bit, you know, uh, scared of, oh, we can go to jail. We're not too big to fucking fail. Then you might see that, hey, you know, maybe we're going to stop outsourcing our jobs to Malaysia and to Taipei and to uh, Taiwan and all these places, Indonesia, where you're paying these people 75 cents and selling your shit back in the States for $175. Yeah. You know, if you know that you do that and it's ethically wrong. 
and you know that you can, there, there can be a law that says, no, if you're going to make this shit, you have to make it in your country and you're going to have to pay your people for it. Then I think a lot of ostracization of, of people and what you see a minority as can change. And that way, those minorities can have a better chance in our country. Mm. Because now we're not exploiting them at the same rate. Now we're giving a, 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 an easier way to make money instead of outsourcing our work and bringing it here. Right. And would, it, that, would that really work, though? Well, because well, a lot of the like jobs that we don't want as Americans are done by foreigners. So if we're making all the people in our country work those jobs, then who's going to work those shit jobs that no one wants to? Correct. That's what I'm saying. It's an ethical sense. I'm not saying that this is anywhere going to be anywhere close to being more economical or capitalist. I'm, I'm oh, not, definitely not. No, I'm, I'm not saying that you're going to make more money. I'm saying you would have you would have a better sense of community. You would be a better country if. You actually said, my billion dollar company will not be run by all of these impoverished children, you know, mm. these 12 year olds that, you know, can't go to school anymore. So now I'm going to hook them into, you know, paying for the rest of my life and pay them, you know, uh, 16 hours a day and pay them a dollar a day, you know, mm. that that's unethical. Yes. Does somebody have to do the job? But I, yeah, somebody has to do the job, but I believe that companies Huge companies like your Exxon's and your 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 BPs and the, your shipbreaker companies and and yeah. your uh, Nikes can bring them to their countries and at least oh we definitely can do it. It's just actually doing it. It it doesn't seem like a logical thing to do, so that's why they're probably not doing it. No, I mean, we just got here to this point. That's what yeah. That's right. what I said it was going to be odd because it's not logical. But why is it logical to go fuck over somebody or m millions of people in other countries and not fuck over ourselves? I mean, it's money, baby. Of course, but that's what I'm saying. We have to fucking look at ourselves and say, is our Air Jordan worth these people not being able to get ahead? You know what I mean? Mm. I don't think so, but it's just the kind of way, it's just the way things are. And it, it, it just, I mean, right. that's going to take a lot of work. And I mean, I guess that's why you are studying political science too. So maybe you can make a difference about that one day. No, I know that that, that for a fact, I will never make a difference in the long scheme of things. <laughs> and we all <laughs> high confidence. No, I mean, it's just it, he's you got have, a point though. But it's you just have, not possible. You have to understand that when you, as a person, aren't worth anything. Because in, in all actuality, all I'm saying are fucking, you know, just vibrations fucking going through fucking space. They really don't mean anything unless somebody wants it to mean something. Yeah. We're, mm. we're never going to be relevant in our countries or in the world if somebody doesn't want to listen to us. So, yeah, me? Will I change shit? No. The people that maybe listen to me or maybe the people that want to maybe contradict me and they can find a better way to do things, they might be able to change the world because now there's something that we can focus on. It's a good old mm. scientific method, baby. Yeah, yeah. Prove and disprove. But uh but yeah, you know, it's 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 just one of those things. You know, I know I'm not gonna change it. I don't really have a thing that I how I could change it. I just would like to put some of these numbers out there so people can look at it and say, shit, you know, that's that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, me, like I said, I mean, I'm not I'm hearing this stuff for basically the first time. Like you hear the like the uh the general public saying things about it, mentioning it, mm -hmm. uh, but I've never actually sat down and thought about it so i mean yeah i mean it's good like people like me i literally would have never thought about this type of stuff without you here in this room so yeah yeah like you i don't watch i don't listen to, with sports yeah i mean i don't listen to like politics or anything like that i try to stay as far away from it as humanly possible and i think that the reason why we're going to always have that um that weird thing out there as if, oh, the politicians, they know what to do, so we're just going to let them do their job. <laughs> oh, our, our our judges know what they're going to do, so we're going to let them do their job. Our police know their job, so we're going to let them do their job. You know, but is it, we, we have to hold our, our people, especially our representatives, is it, is it the fact that Is it the fact that we think that they're going to do their job or we're just too lazy to actually do something about it? Because I personally think people are just too lazy to fucking do anything. About well, it. correct. But what I'm saying, when you see these these three types of people, politician, a judge, and a police officer, you don't necessarily always assume when you see him, oh, he's not doing his job. You know what I mean? You you assume that he might be doing his job the wrong way, but you're never going to walk up to one of those guys yeah, and you say... you do assume that he's doing his job. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, we have just faith that we're going to do it, but it's almost like not having faith that they're going to do it. It's just not caring whether or not they're actually doing it. Yeah. It's, that, it's the typical 
I'll let you do it yeah, so just, I don't just, have to. That's exactly, do you. Just, that yeah. is exactly what I do, Max. I literally am just like, I don't, ha- like, I hate all of politicians. I'm just like, oh, these people are the greatest liars of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I'm, I am not in it enough uh, or really care about politics enough where I'm like, oh, well, whatever. Somebody else who cares about politics more will we'll say something. Yeah. They'll, yeah, they'll take care of it. They'll bring up the subjects. I'm just going to sit my ass down and not really care. Mm-hmm. Um, because I always just assume I'm misinformed. Uh, in a lot of cases, I'm going well, to be. And I, I think that the misinformation... There's too many people who are misinformed. A thousand percent. But I think the misinformation comes uh, from us using our societal problems as political problems. Because there's a difference. We assume that all of our societal issues are going to be fixed in a political way or in a political sense. Yeah. So we rely on politicians to fix shit that we're supposed to be fixing. And of yeah. course they can't do it. So now all politicians are wrong and everything that is societal now falls under a political view. That's why a lot of people don't look at it because just saying like, you know, why do I have to, uh, why do I have to pay taxes, right? Is that a political thing or is that a societal thing? A lot of people would say that that's political, but no, we have to pay taxes so that we can afford to have like our roads and our this and our that and, and sustain our country. It's not a political thing. It's a societal thing. But when, when we categorize those things together, mm. then we stop caring. Right. But it, I feel like with something like taxes, it's a social problem that is judged upon by politics or like it's enacted by politics. So it's kind of both. They're like one and the same where it is a societal issue. They have become one and the same because of our way of government. We, we live, we live in a government where we elect officials to do what they need to do to, to, to be politicians, to work on those societal things. Right. Rather than separating the two of them and working on society thing as a society and having politics in its own entity. Right. And I, yeah, I mean, there's no perfect way to, as a society, judge it because, I mean, I guess way back when, when democracy was created, this was our way of being like, we pick these certain people that we share the same viewpoints of and hopefully they all come together and kind of make a, go yeah. for a common goal. But obviously politics has changed a lot and I just don't trust politics. And, I always feel like there's well, politics, I don't, uh, politics backdoor have, deals and like lies and to see. I mean, that's all I think of when I politics think of politics. Politics have always been politics. It's always going to be true. that person that probably has a little bit more, uh, uh, a little bit more uh, people that he knows, a little bit more money, uh, a little bit more education. They're always those people are going to be always the ones that are running for politics, mm. and it's been the same way since you know you can talk about the republic. Yeah. In, in Rome, you know, you, they weren't giving the layman uh, jobs because they knew what was going on in their society. They were like, oh, we're going to tell them that they can pick one of us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and then. That's kind of how it's been. Yeah. Yeah. Then these laymen can say, we chose him, therefore he has to be the fucking correct guy. But that's not necessarily how it goes. That's how it's structured so that we can always say, I picked it. Not so that the rich can keep want. benefiting off the poor. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of going back to what we and, were going into before. Yeah. So, and all, and I, mean, you, I mean, yeah. And all you have to do to have a fucking successful society is have a middle class that is content. And mm. that's that's the United States right now. We were talking is content. We were talking about this the other day, uh, and we came up with uh, the theory or like the thing the uh, the lower class works, the upper cl- or the middle class manages, and the upper class pays for it all, or the upper class makes the money off of it. Okay. We had a really big, deep conversation of that the other the other week. And, yeah, but yeah. We, I mean, to be honest, we can talk about this all night, and I I know it could be boring for a lot of people. I just wanted to get off my chest. We can, uh, yeah. if, if you guys would like to. Uh, and I talk mean, about something we else. can kind of go into the next topic we were going to talk about, which was like one thing that you would change or one thing that you like about your country, and uh, the thing that I chose to talk about were the political systems, and I think this kind of segues very well into it because. Uh, we're kind of talking about how politics have always been the same and stuff like that. Well, we've always had like two political parties in the United States and they are a complete opposite spectrums of each other. And I just don't like how you have to choose one or the other to be successful in this political era that we live in. Like right. if you are want to run for office, you have to choose Democrat or Republican. And with every single issue at hand, 
it is different. They have a different view on it. There are no like moderate people who have a chance at actually winning. There are people who run, but they don't. They don't. They don't mean anything. Yeah, it, yeah. like no one gets close. But it, 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 that, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's structured that way to where. Yeah, it's structured that way so that they can keep benefiting the same way for years on years and years. Yeah, but I'm saying uh, if you do it that way, the, the structure is is that even if you're even if you're wrong, or even if this guy is not the best. You still have, say, a couple million people say he's mine, and even if they don't like him, when you have something on the line, you are rooting yeah. for yours. Political parties right. are just popular you know, or popularity contest. Which yeah. side has the most popular vote at this point in time? Yeah, and I yeah. think that's so dumb. We well, should take each issue for what it is and make decisions on those issues, and then vote for who we want to on how they feel about each individual issue or yeah. big issue. But there's, it's not necessarily a popularity vote. I mean, that's what they would want it to seem. But there have been elections where the oh, popular yeah. vote does not actually. Yeah, the electoral elect. college is absolute bullshit. Yeah. I mean, if you go outside the United States, too, it really doesn't matter if you vote because fucking Putin's still going to be in office no matter what in Russia. <laughs> so at least we got that much. We only get eight years of them at most. Unless, you know, uh, Trump gets impeached by the House of Representatives and not by the Senate because then he can run for another term. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that would be. Is that a, that's no? A it's thing? not a thing. It's oh, something okay. that has been reported uh, recently, but oh. it's not an actual thing. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. No, I mean that would be that would be wild if that was actually a thing. That wouldn't even make sense. I feel like it, it, no, it doesn't make any sense. Okay. There's, there's a lot of things in this current political fucking uh, scene yeah. that don't make sense, and I'm not necessarily going to touch on that because you know a lot of people will. Uh, differ with my point of view and that is fine but we'll leave that for another day if you guys really want to get into a debate or something like that you guys can put that in, in the comment below or something like that right yeah Absolutely. argue with us on facebook you can't argue with us right now because we are not recording live hopefully coming soon but what do you guys think about the political system in oh the the, the two-party system in our country just get a quick comment from both of y'all before we move on to your yours issues. yeah and i i obviously don't know a whole lot about all this stuff uh but I wish there was a way that somebody independent, somebody in the middle could win, but both sides are voting out of fear of losing to the other side rather than voting for mm-hmm. somebody they actually want, um, which is really annoying to me. I mean, yeah. I because don't most, pe- most people would consider themselves moderate. Yeah, most people – like in, in – I feel like in most conversations, most people I have talked to will say they're one side or the other, but they're skewed to the middle. But the people that they're all voting on are usually going to be very hard right or very hard left. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's most of the problem. In If there is a candidate that's more to the middle, everybody's afraid to vote for that person because they're most likely not going to have an actual chance of winning unless everybody decides yeah, I mean, to be fearless in when voting. In some places, you might be shunned from like your uh, your uh, your community. Like, yeah. just, be completely honest. Like, if you go down to say a barn over the Rhine and you're wearing your "Make America Great Again" type thing, like people will not talk to you, and then you might get people to say, "Oh my God, I can't believe you're wearing that shit." This and the other, blah blah. Right. Which you know, I understand why people don't like Trump. I don't necessarily like it myself, but you have to understand that we live together and we're supposed to be in, in, in you know, together, right. you know? So if you don't like that person, you swallow your fucking pride and treat them like a fucking human being, a human being, because we're not going to base somebody on their hat. We're not going to base somebody on their shirt or right. if they, if it says, oh, I, I support the second amendment, you know what? That's fine. But you know, it's the same thing on the other side. Yeah. You're like, oh, you fucking snowflake or this, that, and the other. So if... If you're if you're gonna be shunned, then yeah, you kind of have to pick. It's not necessarily of your political beliefs. It's you know my parents may not talk to me again. Right. <laughs> you know, and, or- and I mean the political pe- judging people for their political beliefs is so odd because I hang out with people, I know people very closely that are super far right and super far left, mm-hmm. and love them both the same. Like it's it's one of those things. Like we bring it up so often now, it has become such a part of people's personal identities. Like if they make it known and stuff like that, yeah. um, that it has given people more of a chance to judge them based on that. But it's so stupid. I tend, they're, they're I tend to avoid people who are skewed too far to one side. Doesn't matter which well, side it is. If you can't fucking think for yourself, then you don't need to be talking to me. I'm not. I'm not harsh about it. I don't really. And care I don't really know if you know any people who are like extreme leftist and rightist. But yes, I don't think I would either. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I know people both, end, both ends of the spectrum. And if we are not talking about politics, they are perfectly cool to hang out with, be around, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, in, in terms of judging people for their political views, I mean, seriously, just grow up. <laughs> yeah. That's my that's my best. Like, if you're making fun of somebody because they have a MAGA hat on or somebody because they voted for Hillary Clinton, like, and, just grow up. And I think if you, as, as, a, as a citizen of the world, really want to have a, you know, a debate with somebody, you actually really want to know what they think or you know, impart what you know, then be a big enough man to talk to that guy and not say he's wrong, but say, hey, man, like, how can we meet in the middle? Like, what do you got that I don't have and what do I have mm-hmm. to and talk about? But, you know, again, we're too lazy to fucking research and fucking actually want to, you know, talk make to people and make a yeah. difference. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, in all of life, we're taught that there's so many different outcomes, there's so many different possibilities. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to politics, it's like you have these two views or you can fuck off. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. All right, so I made a statement, and uh, Max kind of started off and led us off with this next one. So what would you either – what do you like or what would you change, Alex, about our country? The biggest thing that I would change is the educational system in terms – mostly college um, just because I'm somebody who attended UC four years, um, and I feel like I paid way too much fucking money. And I think a lot of people who attended (laughs) college – Oh, I definitely did it. Right, would, would agree with the same thing. Um, you take so many classes that you just don't need. I literally have a four-year degree, and I took a tennis class. I took a basketball class. Yeah. I took a baseball all those, class. All those really stupid just electives. Just the dumbest classes to basically um, add up to these useless extra credits yeah. that I needed in order to graduate. When realistically, I could have saved a whole lot of time and money and effort and taken the, like I don't know, 10 to 12 legitimate I was a sports information major. So the 10 to 12 legitimate sports information related classes. And yes, that's all easy. I mean, that's why I took the thing. Well, one, I love sports, but two, sports information is like the easiest major in the history of majors. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if, if I was to only take the 10 to 12 actual classes and then maybe do like one internship, it would have saved me two and a half years of wasting my time in like algebras and geometries and English one and two and accounting one and two and statistics is ridiculous. And those have their value to them. But at the same time, I've been taking English and math classes and fucking science classes since I was in first grade. Yeah. I think we have got enough of it by the time we're out of high school that we don't need to do that as as extracurriculars in college. Right. I see the benefit for it, but... And maybe it's a little bit different depending on what school you come from because you have different uh, different weight of like how educated you're getting. That sounded really bad. It's a weighted credit uh, system, and, basically. Yeah. Some schools are going to be better than others. Some, teach- some schools are going to have better teachers and stuff like that. But not only that, but I would like to comment on the fact that like the major that I took, which was audio video production – I went to class and it had its value and I definitely don't regret going to those classes, but I could have learned all of it from YouTube. Right. Easily. It, There's so many people that do. Just there like there are so video. many how-to videos on YouTube. You can learn fucking anything. Yeah. Anything. But, I mean, I think, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can take any class on YouTube or, I mean, th- there's uh, online uh, courses from huge colleges that are free. But let's be honest, you don't go to college to be educated. Most of us. I mean, there's some people that do. But most of us go because you need a damn degree so that you can get a decent job so that you can survive. That's the only reason I went. You're not necessarily going because you want to learn the world. You want to be an academic. You want to understand the cosmos. I'm not saying that that's that's everybody. Yeah, you want to learn a certain thing. But the grand majority is... uh, going to maybe get their $15 an hour job. And we were just talking about this. Right. You know, these guys come out, you know, with with four years of college. And, you know, they're so content to go to, say, one of these companies. And they're like, all right, we're going to give you $18 an hour, $17 an hour. But you guys can have beer on Friday. Mm -hmm. You guys can bring your dog to work on Tuesday. You know, and people, these kids, you know, get tricked into that shit. You're like, when you can legitimately not have a high school education and make more money than that doing something else. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, dog to work would be cool. <laughs> you said dog to work. I've never heard of that, but that would be so unbelievable. You've never heard of bringing your dog to work? No. I'd buy a dog if I could do that in my life. Why? No, no, see, just a that's brand. just the wrong reason to buy pets. People buy pets for the stupidest reasons. I mean, I would. And like, I, I never want one just because they're too much responsibility, and I don't want to deal with that responsibility. We should have a podcast dog, like a mascot. Yeah, we should. I'm down with that. Like a, like a fat bulldog. Right. Or a like, fat bulldog. Get, get, yeah, yeah, yeah. get Weber. Get Weber. Yeah, basically bulldog. get like Tyler's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! I'm but, down. Let's get ourselves a little Doge. So, uh, but yeah. So the college system, I, I just feel like it should be shortened. I know there are definitely majors out there where you need all of this information, yeah, like teaching. But for idiots like me who just want to get a fucking piece of paper and get the fuck out of there, <laughs> don't make me take four years of school. And spend when I really, sixty to a hundred grand. Literally, <laughs> just let yeah. me just let me get my like twelve core classes and let me get the hell out. Yeah, get, if there's anyone young out there listening right now who's thinking about college or maybe not even young but going back to college, if you go back, please consider technical colleges or community colleges for your first two years before you go to a fucking actual university because you're going to get all the fucking electives out of the way and you're going to pay a lot less. That's true. If I could do it over again, I would have gone to technical college to get all of my, you know, the math, the English, the accounting, just the really... Cincinnati State was so much better than UC. Right. Yeah, to get get that stuff out of the way, I would have definitely done that. But yeah, so the, the stigma always is like if you if you're going to study liberal arts, then you're a super smart person. If you're going to study uh, a technical, then you know you're probably a blue collar guy that just wants to get his uh, his HVAC shit going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily the thing. You know, everybody can migrate towards the same thing with the same determination and have the same outcome. You know what I mean? Who am I to say that the dude that is a welder, you know, that he does TIG and MIG and all these things. Isn't going to make a decent amount of money. Isn't going to have a, a, a fulfillment uh, of you know of his life. You know, I, I can't say that. But a lot of people would say, oh, well, you know, this guy over here, he's a scientist, so therefore he's better than this guy. Yeah. And technical colleges and vocational schools are great. They are phenomenal. They will teach you what you need to learn to do that job. And in liberal arts, that's not necessarily the truth. They'll teach you a lot of things around the subject. And then go, well, if you actually want to learn about it, then uh, come back for, you know, your master's. And then if you actually get through that, you actually want to be somebody that can impart this, come back for your doctorate. Mm. You know? Well, that's why I told him to go to technical college for the first two years and get away all those easier classes and do it for cheaper. Yeah, I I was just agreeing with you. I doubt you could get a liberal, even go to a liberal arts class at a community college. And you know what? We're talking about a lot of argumentative stuff, uh, some a little more boring stuff for some people out there. Let's get into some fun. Literally, this Sunday is the biggest event that we have in America. It is the effing Super Bowl. Damn right. And it is <laughs> the honestly effing Super Bowl. It should be well, yeah. I it's, still it's, love it's censorship, that dummy. Look it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so actually, the first thing I wanted to bring up about the Super Bowl, there's actually a there's a teenage kid, and this is never going to gain actual traction. But he brought up and he has made a petition that's been signed by a lot of people that's to move the game to Saturday. To move Super Bowl I heard about Sunday that. to Saturday. What are your guys' thoughts? I despise that. Definitely. Idea. 100% let's do it. Let's move You're the entire fucking NFL from Sunday to Saturday because Sunday is meant for nothing but rest. That's what football. And that's fucking, what football. And, and also, like the re- the reason why just the Super Bowl in general, we don't even have to talk about the whole NFL because that was just me being me. But th- the reason why I want it moved from Sunday to Saturday, it's the Super Bowl. It's the biggest thing of all time. People want to go out and like party and go to Super Bowl parties, and I know people still will. But like me, I'm not going to go out and drink and fucking have as much of fun as I would if it would be on a Saturday because I have to get up and work on Monday morning. Okay. Max, your thoughts? Well, Saturday would be cool because you can get shit-faced and, you know, be able to fucking hang out on Sunday. But just the tradition of going over to somebody's house and uh, eating your chips and watching the, the commercial and, you know, you're there with probably the whole family. It's more it's more of a like a family thing, you know, mm-hmm. like. So, yeah, that tradition, that that custom is going to be really hard to like, like push away. So, right. I mean, I would vote to stay on Sunday just because it's, you know, it's a tradition. You know what I mean? Yeah. I See, I, I'm with the Sunday because I like the 
lazy Sunday vibe to the day where you're not really doing anything crazy. You're not going out and get it. I mean, there are people that go out, they get shit faced, but I'd say a mass majority of people, it's just going to somebody's house, bringing whatever crazy food you guys think of bringing over and then hanging a few beers and sitting down and watching together. So like you said, kind of like the family atmosphere, just a more chill time overall. That's why I love it on Sundays. Also, I mean, NFL, you play on Sundays. Did you know that Super Bowl Sunday was the second biggest eating day in the U.S.? I'm assuming Thanksgiving Which, is probably yes. one. Okay. And there's so many good things that people bring Dude, to I, Super Bowl Sunday. I, I checked mean, this out. It was like one point no, yeah, one point two five billion chicken wings are uh, sold or served. That's dude, that's what we've been doing. We <laughs> for the last uh I don't know, probably seven or eight Super Bowls, we order wild mics. Uh for anybody not from Cincinnati, it's like our local uh yeah. business that it's a big wing place yeah, in it's, town. Their wings are but, so good. Uh, we have done probably seven or eight years in a row where we'll order like a hundred and like a hundred, 150 wings for however many people. And we'll just all throw in money. And that's like our main th- dish. And yeah. then like five of us will bring random other dips. Somebody's got to bring, um, chicken dip, uh, Buffalo chicken dip, Buffalo chicken dip. It should be it at great. every single event in human history for forever. Buffalo chicken dip is the best side dip for any type of event. But see, I, I agree with you. Yeah. But we're, we are also white. So what's some, what's some well, <laughs> fair. I, I do. I do like the Buffalo chicken dip. Uh, I mean, me, like our thing is always like pickled things like pickled vegetables, pickled jardinera, the pickled gizzards, pickled pig's feet, shit like that. So that's always like our, like our thing that we put on the table. There's always something pickled because mm-hmm. it lasts forever and it doesn't necessarily have to be cold. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, but yeah, I mean, shit, what's wrong with cream cheese, buffalo sauce, and chicken? I mean, yeah, I love it. <laughs> you I can't, love it. You can't and go wrong. Another thing, this is this is really only going to be for the Cincinnati people here chili dip. You have to have chili dip at oh, a Super God. Bowl party. Oh, yeah. You have to have it. Everybody, everybody from Cincinnati listening right now is like, oh, absolutely, you have to have it, or you might as well just set the homeowner's house on fire because there's no point in being there. Um, anybody not from Cincinnati hearing this, it is cream cheese, Cincinnati-style chili, and a layer of cheese. And you usually dip chips or Fritos into it. It is a fantastic time. That's celery. a main part. <laughs> celery? What? Celery and buffalo dip, man. This is it. Oh, I thought you were talking about... No, that was chili dip. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. I thought you were talking about... I mean, celery, celery would probably go good with <laughs> with both. Not, celery not sucks. Well, you dude. don't like, you don't like you any call vegetables. All we vegetables ickies and yuckies. We That's can circle back to issue. that too. Things we'll circle back to is laundry and vegetables for me. We can have like an intervention day of I need to grow up. And those can be uh, vegetables and laundry day. I am can totally be okay with that. Two of those big topics. Yeah, if we get a slow day. Um, of of any breaking news or anything like that, we can we can circle back to that. But yeah. there's a, there's a little um, there's a little cool fun fact that that I checked out. Uh, you know your average NFL Super Bowl Sunday ticket, right? Yes. It's uh, the average one is fifty six hundred bucks, right? It can go up to like ninety three thousand and change, right? Mm. But uh, in the beginning, uh, I think it was like sixty eight or sixty nine or something like that. It was $6. And wow. it was considered too expensive. There were 30,000 open seats in the stadium. On the first Super Bowl? Whoa, what? Is that what you said? I'm not saying. I don't know if it was the first one, but I think it was in the beginning of the... I don't know if it was the first one, but it's like in the first five years or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. $6. No, I knew that. I knew that. The, the, the first Super Bowls were not like all over hype, but that's because football had just become like a professional league where people were starting to pay attention to it. That's true. Still, like it was still baseball's country at It that wasn't point. called the Super Bowl. It was called the AFL-NFL World Championship. Yeah, it's yeah. an ugly, ugly name. Just a pitiful name. Um, but, but what, I mean, what would be your two, if, well, let's say three things that you have to have you, at you, a Super we Bowl just lost, We just lost your audio for a second, but it's cool because it came back. You, you, can you repeat the question? Yes. So, so for you guys, what would be your three ideal, um, things that have to be present for your Super Bowl Sunday to be complete? I'm talking, I mean, is it beers? Is it a certain oh, yeah. house or setup? Is it a certain meal or a certain routine that you go through keith 
Um, to be completely honest, I don't know if besides, I would say beer would be the top of my list if it was usual. But like I said before, because it's on Sunday, I usually don't do shit for the Super Bowls besides just sit and watch with my dad. So my dad, I guess that's, so dad that's is I one. guess beer and my dad and then a television. A television. <laughs> yeah, TV. Okay. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. So I love the Super Bowl. I'm not a huge fan of the NFL. So like. It's not a huge deal for me, but if it were on a Saturday, like you asked before, I would definitely have a better list than that. So if I could just go off and say that it was on a Saturday, I'd probably say definitely beer, the wings you said before, and we might have to do what we did last week and let me think about it and come back so I can get my third. But yeah, I mean, the, the number one thing that you have to have on Super Bowl Sunday is something to be intoxicated with. And be booze or be, be beer. Mm. In my case, it's beer. Okay. Because, mm. I mean, usually when I'm around other people, they don't really drink liquor that much. But And definitely the chip and the variety of dips. You just have to have chips and a variety of dips. Mm-hmm. That's number two. You just have to have it. You know what I mean? Because nobody really wants to have, like, stew <laughs> at halftime. Oh, no. You know Heavens I mean? no. That's a horrible dish. <laughs> yeah. no, nobody, nobody wants that. So, you know, just something easy to eat. And then number three is at least two packs of cigarettes, man. Especially, okay. you know, it's because sometimes, what was that game? The, uh, the Patriots and the, the, uh, the Falcons. Was that the twenty-seven to three yeah. or twenty-eight yeah. to three halftime? Yeah, so, yeah, you know, you're drunk. You think this game is over. You're kind of pissed because you wasted your whole day thinking that this was going to be great, and then the whole game starts again. And then you know, now you're starting to get nervous. Now you have to step outside and smoke a cigarette because now you're all jittery. And you know, first NFL uh, Super Bowl to go into overtime. You know, a smoker, smoker's delight. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, okay. I would say my three. Um, would be the wings has become like a tradition. The wings for me now, I, I would like to do the wings thing every single year. Uh, beer would be too. I, I never get intoxicated on Super Bowl Sunday. I also love watching and paying attention to every piece of the game. I know if I have too many beers, I'm just going to start talking and rambling on instead of actually watching. So I keep the beers to kind of a minimum. And I would say the third thing is just being around, uh, being around the boys. Honestly, yeah, just being around the regular crew where we can chop it up, but we're also going to pay attention to the game. Uh, you know, you don't have to deal with. You have to keep anybody that you think might be annoying or might not be paying attention enough or maybe talking a lot. You don't want them at your Super Bowl party. So I'd say the right crew of people. <laughs> That's never going to happen. Be at the Super Bowl. I mean, I feel like it has happened for us, or we've been at places big enough. Like we used to go to Miller's basement for so long, mm-hmm. where the people who didn't want to watch the game could go on the other side of the basement and. I mean, you, you're really not bothered by them. So I think the right crew of people would be my yeah. my third ideal one. People that – and you don't have to care or love sports as much as myself. But if you're at least not going to talk and ask a billion questions Show or anything like that. Respect. Right. And <laughs> I talk. I mean, I bullshit. I'm fine with that. But it definitely gets to a certain extent where I'm like, okay, like we're watching the game. Let's just chill out. So, yeah, I'd say those three things. The, the wings, the beer, and the right crew of people. Yeah. So me and you, like we had the same three because I was thinking about saying friends, but now I think I'm just going to switch it up to a good game would be my third one. Oof. Like, <laughs> like, Somehow I didn't even think of that. That's yeah, just, like, yeah. Yeah. Watching a Super Bowl, I'll, I'll stop watching the Super Bowl if the bad's game. Well, not really because I'm actually one of those dudes that really likes the fucking advertisement side of, yeah. of the Super Bowl. And I, I used to love the the halftime performances and stuff like that back when they were good like Bruce Springsteen and Tom Petty playing like I think Elton John played or maybe not Elton John but like those really old school school guys like that are great like the actual bands now it's like fucking Beyonce and Katy Perry Bruno Mars killed it Bruno Bruno Mars Mars killed it it. Bruno (laughs) Mars definitely killed it but Bruno Mars is good art the the last like like Madonna Lady Gaga Beyonce and Katy Perry have been names that have come up in like the top six years and like I like their music but for a fucking Super Bowl performance like what this year it is Shakira and J-Lo yeah stupid that's, what a, that's, that's, really that's gonna be a good looking so halftime show. Hold the phone. Shakira has one song. What? 
The hips don't lie. I, I don't know a single he, other song. I don't know any songs from J Lo. Not one. Well, that's I'm not, you. dude. I'm, one, I'm not in the business of caring about what music they're putting out there. It's just going to be a good-looking halftime show. Yeah, but that's when, what I'm here for. When fucking Paul McCartney played, every single person had the lighters up, singing "Hey Jude." Well, yeah, he was in one of the most influential bands in history. That's the type of bands that we need for the fucking biggest fucking goddamn show of all time. So, also, by the way, also, I looked that up. I did look that up. As a North American thing, and I'm not sure if I said North American or World, you were right. The World Cup is way bigger world. I was talking a little bit more North, uh, more country, but North America, it's like way higher than the World Cup is, but as an entire world, yeah. World Cup is definitely higher. But so, yeah. six billion, six point six billion people in the world and fucking... So yeah, yes. so like next time we say in the world, we should probably say in the world because in my world I think I did say I did think America. I did say in the world but that was just yeah. me being over over, over dramatic over yeah. yeah it's probably yeah. good but uh yeah. Oh, speaking of like the ads that you were saying, like you used to like watch yeah. the ads. Thirty second ad. How much do you think it's going for? Oh, I already dude, know so how much, much it's going for. Isn't it like thirty eight million dollars? It's three point five million dollars for each thirty second. It, uh, it has. I said thirty eight million. Might, it might, what be, a it might be a little bit higher. It has jumped up to five. I think for this year. Five million. I, I, I saw that was when I was. I don't know where that, that thirty eight million in, came from. I just said the dumbest guess in history. Yeah. No. Actually, your guess last week. On the billion dollars for, for episode of <laughs> yeah, Game of Thrones, when it was like was, ten million, okay. that was ugly. Did it say how long the, the ad was? Because there, because Trump is paying something like ten million or something for a certain spot, and it varies on which spot you get, what time of the Super Bowl it airs, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But on ever, or it, when I was in college at Cincinnati State, the lowest. Ad for thirty seconds was three point five million dollars. Okay, for thirty second ad. Yeah, I'm not necessarily. I'm, I'm not necessarily sure if this is a minimum or a fixed price or an average. Average, yeah. But it's five million bucks is what I came up. Now at the beginning, like uh, you know, sixty eight, sixty nine, you know, at the beginning of uh, Super Bowl, uh, forty thousand dollars. That's that's a big jump. That's in quite 50 a years. Well, it's <laughs> it's become it's taken over baseball as America's sports ten times over since then. I feel like there used to be like a solid ten commercials every Super Bowl that everybody could kind of agree on or debate that were really funny. Mm-hmm. That not so much anymore. Um, there's usually only like maybe like two or three that everybody can kind of agree on were really good. What would be your two? Uh, like you two, who is your favorite? What is your favorite commercial, Max? What's your favorite all time? If you can remember off the top of your head, it's, your it's, favorite it's commercial from Super Bowl. Pretty hard because I legitimately did not live in this country for like ten, eleven years. So yeah, I, it wasn't a thing. But uh, I don't know if it was Lay's or Doritos. Like they open up the bag and then some fucking linebacker comes and levels this lady in the fucking in the room. Like just totally shit. Like she she disappears out of the fucking scene when she hits it, dude. It was fucking hilarious. But I do know what you mean. Like, yeah, they don't crack me up like they used to. I don't know if it's that we grow up and we're a little bit more mature, or it's just they just have been that might also running out of good material. I don't know. That's very true. Spilly, your your thoughts? Yeah. I'm not when I talk about this commercial because it's been my all-time favorite Super Bowl commercial and like it's one of my favorite commercials of all time. When I tell people about this, they don't remember. It was an old FedEx commercial with cavemen, and they were they were talking in like a cave, and like the the wife is all mad at her husband and stuff. Like, oh, you did this, but you could have saved fifteen minutes, or you could have saved uh, shipping rates or something on FedEx, and it like. He gets mad and throws a fit and walks outside and he walks out of his keg, uh, out of his cave and just kicks, just punts this little dinosaur off a fucking cliff. And it was the funniest shit, like the I've most random funny shit I've ever seen in my entire life. I was dying. I was laughing hysterically at it. And then he gets stepped on by an even bigger dinosaur. So I don't know why that just like jolt of like, I was not expecting that to happen was so funny to me. Okay. So funny. Gotcha. Yeah, I can't remember either of those. And that pisses really? me I off. I remember the one Max was talking about. Do you? I think that was a newer one. I, my, my favorite of all time is, and it, they still play it every once in a while. I think it's Doritos. They have that little kid is setting up like a time machine in his front yard, mm-hmm. and the old and the older guy, probably like in his thirties, walks into the time machine. You have to pay with a bag of Cheetos that he hands off to the little kid outside of the little box. The little kid starts shaking the box. The guy inside thinks it's actually a time machine working, 
and then an old man comes out onto the front yard. And when the guy steps out of the time machine, he legitimately thinks that this like five year old yeah, kid grew up a, into like a eighty year old man. That, I love it. That's a classic. I'm pretty sure that was when Dorito was doing like the submit your commercial, and they they choose the one that'll win. I do remember and when I they think, did that. I think that's the year that they were doing. Was that. it? I think they've done that a couple years, but I think that was one of them. And that is one of just the few elements of Super Bowl. There's so many different things. I mean, it's like the most glorified day of the year. We glorify sports. I mean, I know personally I do. We glorify sports. We glorify athletes. And, I mean, this is breaking news yesterday. We're recording this uh, January 27th, uh, a Tuesday or Monday night, um, one day after the passing of one of the most glorified athletes of all time. And in my mind, rightfully so. Kobe Bryant, uh, I know that you guys have a little bit different take on it. When I heard the news, I honestly was shook up. Um, I was just kind of, it, it felt like I shouldn't have cared that much, but I did because he was somebody that was part of my life, like through a television set, through word of mouth, through social media, he seemed like he was somebody I actually knew because of how much I was, how much I had seen him in my life. So it hit me, it did hit me hard. Like, I didn't end up crying. I know people that have or other podcasts I listen to where they talk about they actually shed a tear, um, which is understandable. I, I not so much, but it did. It really, I really felt it. It felt like somebody personally almost to me. Yeah, and, and I don't want uh, – we were talking about this before. I don't want anyone to think that, like, it's not an upsetting thing or anything to me because, like – he is a very phenomenal athlete and a huge personality and stuff like that. And it's a complete travesty. And uh, uh, condolences, all my thoughts and prayers, uh, and everyone here at uh, Your House, Our Rules, uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to Kobe Bryant and his family because it is such a tragic thing. Mm -hmm. But the whole point that I was making earlier when I was talking to y'all is like, it, yes, he's such an iconic person, but people die. And it doesn't affect most of us at all. Like, yeah, he's he's really big, but there are so many other things that we should be worrying about in this world. Because, like, like it should get cast on the news because it is such a sad thing and he was so big. But there were, like, what was it, six other people on there? Seven. And, like, the only thing you hear about is Kobe Bryant. And, like, it shut it, – uh, the past 48 hours, that's all I've heard about is Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant. There, There's way more – like what was it two weeks ago we were dropping warheads at, at Iran there's there's kids in Africa that are, that are putting getting guns put in their hands and have to fight uh, in a rebellion and stuff like that there, there's all kinds of shit there, there's wildfires in Australia that have mur that have destroyed like a couple million species uh, on, on planet earth like do not exist anymore mm. and like there's other shit we can't worry about and it's just like guy who shoots ball well dies and now the entire internet shuts down yeah, what I mean but, yeah, and Max, you can go out and interrupt. Now, I understand where you're coming from. Uh, I mean, I, I could venture to agree with you. But you have to understand the, the reason why they put things on television to inform people is not so that people can actually know their what what is actually going on. It's They're putting this out there so that they can get the viewership. And what is the viewership going to yeah. turn into? We need to put uh, Kobe Bryant's death out there so that people can know. And this is sad that it's used that way, but mm -hmm. that's exactly why it's used. Mm -hmm. That's why you know certain uh, social things get thrown out the window. That's why on you know sometimes on the news... You could be killing people in another country, but over here we're talking about, you know, Barry the dog that is the new mascot for Grader's ice cream. You know what I mean? Right. So it's it's what I, people want to watch and what people want to hear. And it's very sad that they use uh, athletes like that. But, you know, when you, when you write a book and your movie has an Oscar and you were, you know, one of the best players in all of fucking history, then yeah, you're, you're going to get the publicity and people are going to yeah. feel a certain way about you. And that's what a lot of the posts I feel like are like, there, there's people posting themselves crying and stuff like that. And, and like, I do understand that you're upset about it. Neil Peart, one of the greatest drummers alive died a couple weeks ago. And that's a huge influence to me. And that, fucking level or that didn't fucking level me i just like tweeted like r.i.p the goat i think people are being way over dramatic about it and it's not for kobe bryant and his family it it's like hey look at me i'm upset that kobe bryant it died so so let me have my 15 seconds of fame or not necessarily fame but give me some attention because this was such a sad thing for me do you feel that way 
I feel that the Kobe thing was so big is because of how many more people he touches more the other like the regular people that are dying and it sucks everybody dying anybody dying sucks it absolutely mm-hmm. does somebody's going to be effective in a negative way but the kobe thing how many people he touched how many faces know his face um have seen him play basketball or heard the books or poems or the movie he, he had been a part of mm-hmm. it, he, yeah there's just going to be a bigger outcry on it and i agree there are people who We'll get on social media and act up and just yeah. to bring just to give the Kobe thing uh, ammunition well, for them. Yes, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the Kobe Bryant thing is so big because one, it was sudden. It was the most sudden. He literally. Did you guys see it? I what? didn't. I refuse to it, watch that video. It's, it's yeah. I, if, I if I were you, I wouldn't. It's crazy, dude. The, yeah, the, the helicopter spins down and crashes into this ravine, and a huge spire, fireball just bursts. Yeah, I, I I chose not to it's watch crazy. it. I didn't even know there's a video. Out there. Yeah, there is. There is a video out there. I definitely chose not to watch it because of how sad and devastating the entire thing is. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, the the how tragic it was, how sudden it was. LeBron James. Passed him as third all time. Was it like the day before he on, died? Yeah, on the yeah, all side. The, the, day, the before. day before. So Kobe's name was in the news. And it came forward today that LeBron had a phone conversation with him that night. Yeah. And then text messages were revealed where Kobe Bryant was texting with Shaq's son, just checking in on him the morning of the helicopter yeah. crash. So it was so out of nowhere. And he is literally, especially our lifetime, one of the top five athlete yeah. notable names and, and you well, said you said something uh uh what was it i think friday or saturday when we were watching the the lakers Sixers game yeah uh that in your life you thought that lebron james was gonna break his record in a lakers jersey and that's a crazy thing yeah it's unreal now it's lebron james passed his record in a lakers jersey the day before he died, dude. Like it's, that yeah. is that. I mean, that's a mouthful of fucking words. There, it is. It, <laughs> you know? it feels that's like a dream. Yeah. Honestly, it feels surreal. More like uh, a nightmare. It well, it is a nightmare. Yeah, I guess it just doesn't feel real. It definitely yeah. is a nightmare situation. Um, in in now, I I mean, they they have postponed. I know the Lakers and Clippers game. Um, I believe tomorrow night. Uh, well, as we're recording, it would be Tuesday night. Um, they postponed that game. It was supposed to be at Staples Center. It was L.A. Lakers, L.A. Clippers. Mm-hmm. They have postponed that game. I don't know how far they're pushing it back mm-hmm. um, to kind of give like the city time to kind of go over the whole thing. Um, basically do, do their morning um, on their own time and, and all of that. So it has become a very large event. Yeah. But to me, and I know that we share very different viewpoints on it because to me, and as somebody who is obsessed with sports and is like kind of 24-7 thinking about sports, it is the biggest death that, yeah. I mean, I have been through. I mean, honestly, I luckily, I mean, and this is, luckily I haven't had any very close family members pass away. I've maybe only had one or two. Kobe Bryant it feels that personal to me. Like yeah. a, and like that- a, and Yeah. I, I might be commenting a little bit. It might be a little bit different for me because I have had so much loss personally this year. Like, like three of my friends ha- have uh, died in the past year and a half and stuff like that. So when I see people online like talking about someone who they have no idea, like they, they don't know them talking about how much of an impact they were, it's like wait till you lose someone who's like actually close to you. And I would understand it if some of these people were like – college basketball players or high school basketball players, someone who's just grinding and grinding and grinding to be a basketball player. That's what like what I was talking about before with Neil Pert because I am a drummer, so that, that means a little bit more to me. But mm-hmm. it, I think a lot of these people are just using it for like a 30 seconds. Like, I'm sorry, bro. You don't know the grind. You're, you're, you're fucking working at Wendy's drive-thru. Like, if that makes any sense to y'all. It, it's just too much for me with the Kobe Bryant thing, man. Like, everything I saw on Facebook. I stopped, I stopped getting on social media yesterday because all it was was Kobe Bryant, I mean, and not talking about the other people that died with him. Yeah. The the thing is, is uh, I mean, you, we can never fucking dictate how people are going to respond to a crisis. No, uh, but we can talk about it. Yes, yeah. Um, it, we're never going to know how it goes, but people, when when there is a, a loss like that, people have very uh, odd ways to uh, cope with it. You know, what I mean, some people may post it. Some some people may be quiet. Some people might talk at home. Some people may talk at work. You know, but all in all, if we could just uh, 
you know, I mean, R.I.P. Black Mamba, but if we could maybe take a bit of what we give the people that are the uber rich and that are always, you know, out there, you know, have the money to get along and shit. Like, if we take a little bit of the stuff that we want good for them and give it to the other people, then we'd, we'd probably be a little bit better. I can understand why people can be irritated that the super rich man that passed away has all of this media when people die all over the world, all over the place, and nobody gives a shit. I do understand that, mm-hmm. but the man did do everything he had to do to be that guy. Right. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's understandable both ways. If you love the man, if you dislike the man, if you're indifferent to the man, it's totally understandable. Mm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and honestly, I, I kind of feel, I don't know about you guys, feel like this is a good time to kind of wrap up. Yeah, that was a good we way to... set our piece. Um, uh, of course, condolences and thoughts um, to all nine family members, friends of every person mm-hmm. um, that was in the helicopter crash. Um, obviously tragic and sudden and something um, for some of those people was just another random day. You know, uh, Kobe talked about taking that helicopter to and from practices so he didn't have to deal with traffic. So mm-hmm. it's something he's done a thousand times. And then just like that, it can all be over. So um yeah, it, it, it does. It provokes thought. It makes you think, like, yeah. hug, hug your loved ones a little tighter, you know. Uh, think about the people around you. Take every day. Uh, don't take anything for granted uh, because it really can take just one freak accident yeah. uh, to turn everything. Yeah. Um, and it definitely is a somber thing that we're ending the note on. But, again, we, we're happy for everybody. Uh, if you if you listened all the way through, we did quite a bit of rambling. We covered quite a bit of topics today. Um, but Took thank you. Uh, for stopping in and sticking with us through this episode. Uh, definitely a long one for us. Yeah, definitely get involved. Um, I, I was expecting a little bit more uh, commenting and people sharing their thoughts with us. We pretty much got the same uh, same responses to everyone, like not talking over each other. I got a couple of things about the audio and uh, laughing too loud and stuff like that. Yes. But definitely share what you can. We chose to focus a little bit more on serious issues. Um not necessarily serious, but we're kind of taking each early episode and focusing it a little bit more towards one idea or, or something. And uh, we just kind of want to know what works. So let us know if you liked um, episode one or episode two better. And also, next episode, we're going to ask a question to everyone, and we want people to think about it and give us their answers first. If you had to pick one person, if an alien culture came and visited the planet tomorrow, who would be one person that you would send to like negotiate or, Oh, this or is make, so easy. Yeah. <laughs> we we already answered this easy. question, but I kind of want to get, I, I was thinking about asking it during this to you guys, but I kind of want to see what everyone else would have to say. About yeah. It first. We'll, we'll circle back episode three. Yeah. Okay. So we'll have that answer for you on episode three until then everyone have a blessed day. Hug your family and shit. We're out.